Hello, everyone, and welcome to King Take, Joe Take. I believe this is our favorite segment. We've been doing it every week yeah, the past the few weeks. We love it. Just it's fun. It's so good. I'm Darnell Jones here with Kyle Silver. We're just going to jump right into it. If you, don't know, if you don't know how this works, which you should know how it works, we have some hot takes. We'll lay it out. The other person will say whether it's a King Take, Joe Take, and we'll debate it. These are a lot of fun. Let us know what you think in our Discord. Here we go. I have an NFL one to start. And it's a bit of a, a soft. This one hit me in the heart this past weekend, so I, I want to get your take. Okay. Having NFL teams in London will be an unmitigated disaster. And I'll tell you why after, but just give me your give me your king take joke take, just based on the headline. Um, I think the NFL is obsessed with um, expansion. Um, so I wouldn't say the word disaster and other leagues are doing it. You see teams playing in Mexico, you see NHL going to Australia. So, um, but that was, that's ridiculous. You got, you got to agree with that. I, I never said it wasn't okay. 24 just, hours uh, across the world. <laughs> yeah, no, I never said yeah. it wasn't a week before. It doesn't make sense. But, um, it being like a four and a half hour flight from Buffalo, I don't see what's wrong with it. It's the same as going to Seattle. I'll tell you why in a second. So give no, me, tell give me. me. Give me King Take Joke Take. Joke Take? Uh, I think it's a joke take because if it was a King Take, I'd have to call out every other single sports league in North America. Okay. The NHL going to Australia? Who the fuck wants to watch hockey in Australia? What the fuck are they doing? That's a disaster. Anyways, the reason I'm saying this is we saw it this past weekend. You sent the Jags over there for two weeks. You sent the Bills over there. On Thursday to play on Sunday with a five-hour time difference, playing a team that was already there, fully climatized, knows the facilities, and you that saw what happened. That was the Bills' decision to fly out on Thursday. Yeah, I know they could have they could have gone out on Tuesday or whatever. But so, but but what? You're gonna see this though with a, if you have a teams there full time, and vice versa. I think teams flying over to the U.S. If you have to have an L.A. team. Flying to England. That's an eight-hour time difference. You're not wrong. I, I, like, That's I under- horrendous for the visiting team. It's horrendous. So, so let's take a step back. If you assign, if you agree to a London game, mm-hmm. you get the option to take the buy after. After. Or, bef- or before. I think you get to pick. So you can get back on the same time. I'm pretty sure that's an NFL rule. Now, I'm not saying your sleepy Bills made the wrong decision by going Thursday or Friday. They probably should have gone Tuesday. They should have gone Tuesday, field out the field, get a lay of the land. They should have gone Monday, taking Tuesday as their off day. But anyways. But hey, here we are. And that's why I don't think it's a disaster. It's all of these coaches and like managers and GMs are doing whatever, saying, hey, you know what, let's just go Thursday. We can stay at home, use our own facilities, blah, blah, blah. But that's the problem. You're... You- Either way, you're either damned if you do, damned if you don't. Either you get climatized to the time zone, but at least you can practice your own facilities. Sorry. You get climatized to the time zones, but you don't have your own facilities. You don't have your own equipment. You don't have all, all that stuff. Or you stay at home. You can get a real practice, and you fly over, and your guys are tired, and they get injured. Like, it's just, yep. I just I get what they're trying to do and, and capture a new market. I just think the quality of the game and the integrity of the scores isn't there when you do this. I 100% agree, and one of my rules is never to bet London games. There you go. 
So how is it a joke take? I mean, I guess it's a king take because they're still going to make money, but that doesn't mean it's good football. Um, it's because every single league does this, and it talks about growing the game, growing the game. It's just this. it's the same take as me yelling at um at FIFA going from South America <laughs> to Madrid. Yeah, I'm like, how does this make sense? But that was a king take because it's stupid. Yeah, this, the NHL like, playing in Australia is going to be the dumbest thing Gary Bettman's ever done. Well, I also think it's account. stupid that like. America's like forcing their football culture in a, a, a football world, if you one could say, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's so, true. like, like I bet there's some some blokes in the stands saying, "Oh, they're fucking <laughs> up our grass." <laughs> that's actually a good point. That's actually a good point. So, like, I'll I'll say King Take because I do think it's stupid. But at the end of the day, you and I are both jokers because every single league is going to do yeah, it. Yeah, they're money. trying. They're all trying to do. NBA tries to play in Europe, and it's all <laughs> Mexico, oh, China. Like, look at, at NBA in China. The same time zone. <laughs> yeah, but look at look at the NBA in China as a whole. But they're not regular season games. They don't count for anything. <laughs> These matter. That's what's just crazy. Well, there was legitimate like three years in a row where Roger was basically telling the Jacksonville Jaguars to pick it up and move to I London. know. I know. I know. Because I know. Jacksonville's not a good sports market. Yeah, no, it sucks. Not. It's a retirement market. All right. What do you got? All right. I'll keep up the NFL and then we can keep on, keep on, keeping on. Yep. Um, here's the headline. Finding a QB in the NFL is the toughest thing to do in sports. <sighs> Finding a quarterback. There's two positions I think you could make this argument for. But if you use Boston as an example in the NHL, if you use Colorado as an example in the NHL, you can win without elite quarterbacking, or at least top five to sorry, top uh, uh, goaltending. You cannot win without a top ten quarterback. Good king take. Okay, so I'm going to give you some background knowledge now. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna, well, first, I want to ask you a question. How many active starting quarterbacks in the NFL right now has won a Super Bowl? Okay. Uh, act, does Aaron Rodgers not count? Injured, but he's he's he would he's he's in on the he counts? grand number, but not the active. Okay, so Pat Mahomes. <clears throat> yep. Uh, Jalen Hurts. Nope. Oh, sorry. He lost. What am I saying? So Pat Mahomes. Oh Russell God. Wilson. Russell Wilson, thank you. On a bad Denver team that we talked about. And Matt Stafford in LA. Matt Stafford in LA. Three, three active quarterbacks. Three. Rodgers would have been four, but he's hurt. Joe Flacco is a free agent. And Nick Foles is a free agent. There are six active quarterbacks who have won a Super Bowl. But only so, three. Oh, Jesus. So my question boils down to this. Yep. Is this a Brady effect? Or is it the hardest position to find in all of sports? If you took, if you let's say you gave Brady half of his Super Bowls, then you only add two or three quarterbacks. That's it. So it does. It's not a Brady effect. It's not a Brady effect. It's the hardest. It's the hardest position to find Th- in sports. That's insane. That when you like look at it from that's like a afar. Wild stat. Yeah. That's a wild stat. No, I'm with you. Okay. I'm with you. And they champion every neat, year. There's not that many out there. A little neat tidbit. <laughs> That's good. I like that one. That's really good. Uh, okay, taking over to hockey. Brad Marchand will have 100 points again in his career. 
Won't. Will. Uh, yeah, I like that. Oh, go- I thought you were going to disagree with me. I thought no, you were going to disagree um, with me. I don't know why, but Boston's full of winners, and you guys kept on dropping them down on the Eastern Conference. Uh, what, do we, what do we have, fourth or fifth? Fourth or fifth. And I was like, you know what? Like, we did this last year and two years ago. They might fuck around and find out I know. and go on a run. I know. And I really like Paolo Valzaka. As long as as long as him and Pasta was Z- together with Zaka or like a a fine center, I think not all three. I don't think Zaka can do it, but like Zaka could be like an eighty point guy, and the other two be over a hundred. And their power play is still going to be great. <laughs> yeah, no, and <laughs> like Charlie amazing. McAvoy, they have yeah. Hampus Limholm back there. Like as long as Boston's goaltending is average to a, above average. I wouldn't be surprised to see them finish second or third in the division. And it it struck me as weird when we did our fantasy draft. He I, he fell like a he fell like a stone. Brick. And yeah, man. I didn't hey, listen. I didn't. I couldn't take him. I think I'm pretty sure he went before I drafted. Same. But, <laughs> <laughs> but Brad Marchand, new captain of the Boston Bruins, do not count him out as still an elite talent in this league. I'm with you. 100 points, he'll get it. What did he What did he get last year? Do you have the number on the top of your head? Well, he was injured, right? Oh, yeah, fair. He started the season injured for like the first two months, I want to say, he missed. Anything come back until like late November? Um, he's probably somewhere in the 70s. Yeah, I think he, I think he sniffs 100. Why not? Yeah. One King more time. take. One more time. King take. What do I got for you? What do I got for you? Hockey, then. We'll keep it hockey. Okay. Bedard's not going to win Rookie of the Year. I, I'm doubling down. I think... The Calder, they try to predict it every year as the slam dunk number one guy. And it rarely ever is. <laughs> Unless it's a McDavid year. Um, you know, Matthews, when he came up. No, I, I, I actually, I think this is a king take. I don't think he was going to win. I think he's going to be in the mix. Let's not say he's not going to have 40 points. But I, I think, think it's I think very he might, likely someone I, comes up with it. Someone I think he might finish it. fourth. Okay, so Fantilli, Cooley. You already said Cooley in, in an earlier segment. Levi from Buffalo. Levi. If he's any good. And don't forget about Hughes down in uh, New Jersey. And they're, see, they're actually a good team. But that's and, pros and cons to that. You well, stand out when you're on a bad team. Facts. But I also think he might be the guy who, hey, we get your rookie. You get some power play time. You get the offensive draw, like zone draws. You don't have to do too much defensively. Like we know what you are. I could see a path. I don't think he's. I don't think he's above Bedard. I think there's just too much talent on that New Jersey team. He, I think I get what you're saying, but I think but he that could, could also lead to massive points, much. right? It could. It's just a lot of a lot of cookies to get there. Oh, I'm not saying like I'm not calling Hughes the the winner, but I don't think it's Bedard. I think it's Fantilli. Wouldn't be surprised. Good line mates, bad team, so he'll get a lot of airtime. Yep. Power play. Power play. Yeah, but Dart, he's just got no one there with him. It's just the that's the biggest yeah, drawback. That's it. <laughs> so that's it. Him. He's on an island. I, no, wouldn't, I, mean, be, I wouldn't be shocked to see 47 from him. And I'm not saying he's a bad player. I just think it's a Jack Hughes effect where he's he's going to take two, three years to ramp up. I think there's enough cookies to get in the central division that he'll do okay. But I don't think he's going to put up. Some people think he's going to put up like 80 points. Like, no, he's not. Man, I read an article on NHL.com that had him at 78. No, no. I was like, pardon? High 60s at best. 
as our, I'd put it, the ceiling. High 60s. Yeah, and no, that's a good season that. on a bad team. It's a great season. You also have Matthew Nyes. If he plays like Leafs number one minutes with like Matthews and somebody, sneaky. I think he's, yeah, he's got a shot there. As long as he comes out of the gate and he looks, he looks like he's not, you know, the, the moment's not too big for him, he's got a shot on that team. Sneaky, sneaky. Uh, my last one. The loss of Matt Chapman. This was just to, this was just to, 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 to chap you here. The loss of Matt Chapman will expose the weakness of the Toronto infield. Oh, man. <laughs> That's so mean. <laughs> Come on. Um, ah, there's so much on the line here. <laughs> Does your bias overtake your mind here? Look, I'll, I'll, I'm going to unpack this this way. Okay. When you have that comfort at third base where you know the guy can just dig and make the super hard throws. We got a taste of it with Josh Donaldson after we moved on from, was it Brett Lowry playing third? And then we brought in Chapman and we saw that same, like just smooth, relaxed, basically like another manager on the field. Mm -hmm. It's going to hurt losing him. Mm -hmm. And now, Lottie's not my guy. So nope. the, the throws to first are going to be way worse. Oh, yes. <laughs> and he's not good <laughs> He had I, one good season where he was digging everything. I don't think we see that again. Um. So, like, I... I Come I on. Think, say I it. Think, no, I think it's a king. To, a king yeah, to. there it is. And I'm a Jays fan. I'm not trying to you know, speak ill of my Jays. But I, I think, think it just exposes the work that Atkins needs to do now. It's like we had so many bad years of guys at third base, and it was just so horrific to watch. And every like hard hit ball at third, I was like, "Oh, that's a hit." <laughs> and now, like I'm like I'm just used to like Chapman turning it over. That when we go from like security to like potential shortstop woes, I'm not gonna name drop. But just to like have errors potential from two to three guys throwing that ball to first is so worrisome. Can we can we can we look at something here? What's we that? could have had Vladdy at first, Marcus Simeon at second, Bobashet at at shortstop, and Matt Chapman at third. And say what you want about Vladdy and, and, and Bo, but you put that combination of four together with the three of them with their bats if Vladdy comes back to Earth like the way we want him to. That infield is fucking elite. With their elite, elite outfield? Couldn't Man. pay Simeon. Not going to pay Chapman. Uh, <laughs> it's pain. Just, it's, just, it's just pain, man. It's just pain. Yeah, no, King Take, it's fine. Um, let's, um, let's only talk about defense. I just want to pick your brain. And like You and I aren't like the super deep, deep baseball guys, but where would you put Chapman among third baseman defensively in the league is he a top five guy a top two guy a top 10 guy do you have any idea just based on defensive war i believe his numbers this year have him top five okay just based on defensive war yeah now his bat was horrendous so they pulled yeah, his overall exactly. war down but his defensive war it's so high so nice. high okay okay 
yeah, no, King take. It's a good take. It's it's a tough take to swallow, especially just after losing. Um, I got one last one. Um, Fire I don't know if you saw this. Carlos was on a oh F one. Sorry. Yep. C- Carlos was on a pod, and he was talking about sprint races. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was on with the P one guys. Yeah, go ahead. So, um, him and at least five other racers mm-hmm. want the sprint races to be in reverse order of the const- the standings. And they say, hey, why wouldn't we try this? It's more fun. Everyone's in the mix. We're all going to catch up, and then we're going to have some fun at the end. Uh, it's a king take because they do this. Well, they reverse the top 10 in F2, and it's awesome. It's chaos. It's pure carnage. It's pure carnage. I'm all for it. They won't do it because they want as much entertainment for the fans as possible so getting the extra sprint qualifying that they do now offers that oh that's dumb i'm with you but it's a king take well hopefully carlos can get the boys together and they can run it back and push this forward we change the rules every other week i was week, just so gonna why say not? <laughs> it's gonna be a totally different sport in two years anyways they change the rules so often so who knows anything could happen um, Max might have to start P20 every race. Who knows? We'll see. <laughs> but, no, I'm with you. King take. I love that idea. I love, that love idea. it. Love it. Love it. Well, that that's it for us. Um, just a customer service manager talking to a my guy who wants to bring back the receipt. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for joining us. That's it for us this week. If you haven't already, jump into our Discord. Please do like and review the podcast, and we'll catch you next week. NHL will be in full swing. NBA preseason will be full swing. Baseball will be wrapping up. NFL's going on. We are still in one of the best parts of the year for sports. So enjoy it alongside of us. We'll catch you in the next one. Peace.